Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, pastor of Community and Discipleship at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined, as always, by step aerobic prodigy, Betsy Desch. How you doing today, Bets? Good. Great. I mean, I, I'm not sure where to go from there. Yeah, I, well, just I've been doing a lot of steps, and I feel great about it. <laughs> you are a prodigy, and it's very hard. Step aerobics. Don't judge it. <laughs> Assuming that Jesus hasn't returned by the year 2100, when historians are evaluating the major cultural changes that have occurred over the last couple of hundred years, I think the invention of social media will make the history books. Now, I don't know exactly what social media is going to look like in the next 10 years, in the next 50 years, in the next 100 years, but I am convinced that social media is not a blip on the radar like the popularity of 1980s rocker Billy Idol <laughs> or the classic 1980s haircut the mullet, but rather that social media is here to stay. Bets, do you agree with that? Sure. I do think the mullet, though, I mean, that, that's you think still that cool in some places. Maybe, yeah. maybe the mullet's never gone away. Social media is here to stay, folks. It is changing our culture. It has changed us. It's literally changing our brains, who we are as a people, who we are as a culture. And so we're going to dig in today on Intersect, social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And in order to jump into this topic, this may seem obvious, but it's maybe not which is what exactly is social media. So, Bets, let me give a definition, and, and so we all understand what we're talking about here. When we say social media, we mean services that are internet-based applications where individuals and groups create online community. So, for example, we're talking here not just Facebook, not just Twitter, not just Instagram. We're talking about blogs. We're talking about gaming networks, video sharing like YouTube, um, virtual worlds, business networks like LinkedIn, photo sharing networks. Uh, we're talking about all different ways that people create community online. When we say social media, that's what we mean. And just to put this in perspective, we, we know we live in a world of social media stars. Well, Cristiano Ronaldo, the Portuguese striker, who is perhaps the greatest soccer player in the world, has over catch your breath here, has over 300 million followers. This one guy across all of his various social media platforms, LeBron James, he of the red, white, and blue, who we all love, at least Betsy and I love LeBron James. <laughs> we do. He only has 100 million followers oh, across man. his different social media. Yeah, he's behind Ronaldo. So, Bets, um, give our audience a sense here of how popular various social media platforms are. If we look at the numbers of you know subscribers worldwide, it, it honestly is just staggering. So these are mm -hmm. stats uh, from Wikipedia. Now, this was almost a year old. As of August 2017, Facebook had just a tick over 2 billion users wow. worldwide. Wow. How, much, how much is the world population right now? Over 7. Wow. 7.2, something like that. That's amazing. Yeah. So out of those 7.2 million... Billion. A billion, sorry. Mm -hmm. 2 billion are using Facebook. That is absolutely incredible. YouTube is at 1.5 billion. WhatsApp, that is at 1.2 billion. Then we have some um, different social medias that are used in in various parts of the world. Uh, China has several of its own social medias. WeChat has 938 million users just in China, I suppose, mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. limited to that region. 
um, several other social media platforms popular in China, yeah. well over a hundred million users. QQ each. has has eight hundred sixty one million. Uh, there's 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 a lot of these. It's just it's really incredible when you think about in the scope of human history what a recent invention social media is. We're talking within the last how many years? Twenty. Probably somewhere in 20. Maybe not even 20. Maybe not. For I mean, a lot of them, not 20. Twitter to me was the early 2010s or something like that. I'm thinking with a lot of popularity with Twitter. I mean, Instagram, you think about Instagram has not, one we didn't even mention here because it's gone. Remember MySpace, Betsy? Oh, yeah. We just dated ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> MySpace was awesome. That was that was hot, maybe what, mid-2000s? The, um, yeah. Something like that. But anyway, it's just amazing if you think about how much traction, traction social media has gained within such a short amount of time. It's, it's Honestly, it's a cultural revolution. Yeah, and you, of course, many of the users represented here, for example, Reddit has 250 million, Pinterest has 175 million, Twitter has 350 million roughly. Of course, there's users that are on multiple platforms, but... If you could conglomerate everybody into say, uh, you know, how many people worldwide are? Is it over three billion? Is it over four billion that are on some kind of social media platform? Yes. And my thought is, the people who aren't, it's probably because they don't have internet access. I mean, right. honestly, right. Um, social media is becoming like drinking water, breathing air, and it's just like I've heard many people say that the right to the internet is a human right. right. That's something that yes. people are now arguing these days. Yes, that's a new debate. So let's start with the good. Um, Josh, just give us some things that you love about social media personally. Things that I love about social media. All right. So I love how social media connects us to the wider world. And it made me think of a song that goes something like this. Are you going to sing it? I see trees of green. Oh, gosh. Red roses, too. (laughs) I'm stopping. To all of our listeners, generally when Josh sings at home, our children ask him to stop. Our three-year-old, she's usually like, please, Daddy, please. (laughs) It's not easy on the ears. She's still polite. Okay. no, Sorry, Louis Armstrong, for um, desecrating that song. But we do live in a wonderful world. As Louis said, what a wonderful world. It's incredible what you can find now on the internet, how you can how you can experience other cultures. So one of my favorite Instagram handles that I follow is one called Time Out Society. That's the name of it. You just go on Instagram and you search Time Out Society, you will find pictures and videos from the most incredible, beautiful, picturesque places all over the world. You will see different cultures. It's fascinating. You know, it is... It's National Geographic and then some. It's, um, you know, a recent one I saw was, you know, people doing this incredible mountain biking in this amazing place. So I love that social media connects us all over the world. And, um, you know, I'm sure many of us are like this. I have some completely random people that I follow on Instagram just because there's a photographer that I like, for example, who's Latvian. <laughs> I have no connection to Latvia whatsoever, but I really like this photographer. He's amazing. Um, so I love how social media just bridges the the divide between the culture. It's really helped shrink the world, help us appreciate all that's out there. And I think uh, along the same vein is that is that 
this connection can help bring us closer together. It shows us our common humanity. It shows us that we live in a diverse and fascinating world. For Christians, such as, as us, Bets, it can show us how big and diverse the body of Christ is all over the world, and there's just a tremendous amount of good um, to harness with social media, and it, it's so much to appreciate. A couple more things, and then I'll, I'll hand the baton to you. Here's an obvious one, and you may want to say more about this, Bets, but obviously social media keeps us connected to our loved ones and to our friends, and that's probably the first reason why many people start using social media or did start using social media, but um, there's obviously, there's something special about getting a handwritten card, but, you know, with social media, you post a picture on Instagram, and it's like you've just done that to everyone that you're connected with. Right, you're connecting with family, with college friends, with maybe your high school friends, with your neighbors and your neighborhood it, it's kind of like really an easy way to connect with so many people all at once. That's right. It's 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 really made things incredibly simple, easy, less time-consuming. And I'll say one last thing. Um, social media can, can also be quite thought-provoking and help shape the way that you think about different issues. So I'll just highlight one person for me. There's a lady named Dr. Diane Landberg who I follow on Twitter. And I know that Twitter limits you to 140 characters, but I'll tell you this, um, while there's some negatives in that, that can also force a person to really consider what she says. And Dr. Diane Landberg is the leading expert worldwide in terms of fighting sexual abuse, sexual assault. She's a strong Christian. She travels all over the world. And this lady is so profound that I will literally copy and paste her tweets out into a Word document and say, this is future sermon material. This is just a profound quote that I want to think about. So social media um, gives us access to so many brilliant, thoughtful people and can shape our thinking. So Bets, let's hear from you now. What are some of the, what's the good, what are some of the things that you love about social media? I think, as you already mentioned, my favorite is just keeping in touch with people. Um, You know, we all live busy lives, and it's a nice way to feel like you know at least a little bit of what's going on with someone. You are able to stay up with what someone's children's children are doing, maybe um, how your nieces and nephews are growing over distance, and you know able to keep uh, grandparents who live far away updated on what your kids are doing mm-hmm. and uh, how your puppy's growing because we have a puppy. Nothing will get grand grandparents on social media, right? Or or nothing will get a certain age category on social media like being a grandparent, right? It's true. It's true. <laughs> Both of our parents have joined um, Instagram, Look actually. Look at my iPhone. What? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of you know. has blown our minds over time. Um, so another thing that I think is great about social media is highlighting different social causes. So if we just kind of take the discussion back to hashtags, mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone is familiar with what a hashtag is. So a hashtag is a way to categorize a post on social media, let's say Facebook or Instagram. When you give your post a hashtag, that's a way to kind of search for other posts that are talking about the same thing. Hopefully that that makes sense. So when we talk about hashtags, um, those are kind of driving the discussion and uh, what's going on in social media. So let's take the hashtag Me Too. That's been huge over Mm -hmm. the past year, um, highlighting ways that women and men have been sexually assaulted. And if you think about how that 
a hashtag on social media has driven the cultural conversation and even has driven um, changes in in, industries in policy and in it's amazing what has come about from something that started on social media yeah and if i can just add this real quickly there's a hashtag church too as well which came on me too oh yeah and this has led to some significant i mean this is this is a uh, podcast about church and culture this has led to some significant actions within churches to say what actions are we taking how are we protecting the vulnerable how are we holding the powerful accountable? So church two is a hashtag too. Wow. Yeah, so that's really cool to see how something that started on social media has affected positive change in um, in real life, as it were, not on a, on a screen. Um, there are a lot of other social causes you can think about that are have been driven largely by hashtags. You can think of um, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. That's a huge hashtag. Mm-hmm. What are some other ones? Bring Back Our Girls. That one yeah, was several was years ago one. when um, I think a terrorist group in Nigeria had kidnapped young girls, and even people like Michelle Obama were tweeting yep. using that hashtag, and um, I know that brought positive change. Yep. The ones that come to mind are much more shallow, like, like hashtag squad goals. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, that's good, too. <laughs> But not in the. It's not nearly as significant. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's yeah. a great thing about social media is just to draw people's attention to different causes. Mm-hmm. And then something else that I love about social media that you just referenced, Josh, was finding your squad. Mm. On social media, you are enabled to find your people. So, so as Josh mentioned, I am a, a step aerobics instructor through a company called Less Mills. Les Mills is this big global company that's based in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. So through social media, I can I can um, get to know, in a sense, the people who are running the company, Les Mills, out of New Zealand, and kind of follow the ways that the Les Mills is developing. Are doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So there, there's fitness communities on social media. There's all kinds of communities. There's mountaineering communities. There's makeup communities. There's um, really anything you can think of, you can find them on social media. No niche is too small. No. Right? I mean, if there's you... There's gaming communities. Of course. There's knitting oh, yeah. communities. There's cooking. There's crafting. Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, there's probably, uh, thinking about cooking, there's probably a community of people that just really love to make biscuits. Yes. I, just, I don't know why that's that probably maybe out I'm, there. Maybe I'm desiring a biscuit right there, now. There's probably <laughs> a, a, a social media group for people who love laying sod in yards. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, yep. anything. <laughs> More power to those people. Yes. Yep. Any Anything out there you, lo- you can find. So that's something else I really love. All right. Well, that's the good. There's a lot to love. We could talk for a lot longer about this, but we also want to highlight the bad and the ugly because social media is a two-sided sword. And so... Let me first say this. Social media is completely addictive. Yes, so true. I mean, how can we deny this? Social media can serve as an information and relationship buffet that you can gorge yourself on. And never reach the bottom. Yeah. And so you think about a Twitter feed. There's no bottom to a Twitter feed. It will keep loading more and more and more. And you think about your Instagram feed and, and really... There is no getting to the bottom of social media, and so this has an incredibly powerful effect on how we spend our time and how we live our lives, and we just need to be aware of this, that social media can serve as a one-stop shop for all of our emotional and informational needs, uh, but to the exclusion of real-world relationships. Right. So, Bets, I, I had this illustration, which I think uh, would be helpful. 
couple years ago, we went on an anniversary trip, woohoo, an all-inclusive resort in Mexico to the Riviera Maya. It was awesome. It really was. And one of my highlights was the all-you-can-eat buffets. I mean, and they had how many buffets at that point? How many pounds did we gain in a week? I don't know. I don't know. Um, But (laughs) there was literally five buffets to choose from. And I just thought about this. Imagine if we lived at this resort and we ate from those buffets three times a day or maybe, well. (laughs) Maybe more. (laughs) Yeah, let's not limit it to three. (laughs) Seven times a day, 365 days a year. Imagine how unhealthy that would be. So true. And in so many ways, I think social media is like that. It's not that the buffet itself, there is obviously some bad stuff out there you need to stay away from. But it's not that the buffet itself is so evil or pernicious or whatever, but how many of us have the ability to go through the buffet and limit what we put on our plate, um, limit how much we eat, limit what we eat. And limit how many times we go back. Yeah, exactly. So I think... So many of us, the challenge that we face with social media, the bad is that we are gorging ourselves on, and, and that we are just constantly looking um, at our phones. Well, it, it, social media highlights how little self-discipline we often have. Mm. It's so easy for me just to pick up my phone and go on Instagram, for example. And it's like you said, you can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and it's very difficult to say, okay, I'm going to put this down. I mean, and and there are the studies that have shown that just the technology itself is addictive. It's hard to even just put the screen down. Yeah. Um, and then much less the content that's on the screen. It's it's a challenge for the self-discipline. No, our our, our natural tendency is to pick up our phone when we have what is it, two seconds of free time? I mean, we are, and, and it's hard too, because those of us who are parents, you know, we don't want our kids to see us doing this constantly. Right. So, um, but but yet we want to. Let me let me add one more thing from me, and then I'll, I'll go to you, Bets. Social media also has the tendency to drive us more into our own world. And we, we just need to remember, the virtual world is not the same as the real world. And I don't want to say that there is no value, of course, in commuting with communicating with people online. Of course, there's value in that, but it's limited and it's not the same as real in-person communication. And this is how God made us. God made us to live our lives in community, to share our lives. And social media has the tendency to draw us away from the real world, which let's be honest, the real world is a really tough place. People are mean. Bad stuff happens. Situations uh, are awkward sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there's so people struggle with anxiety and depression and, and financial issues and all this. And all of that can make a person say, I just want to retreat into a social world, a virtual world where I have more control, where I'm protected, where I'm insulated, and where I'm more about myself. So that that's some of the bad for me. Well, also, go, piggybacking on that idea... Um, not only are we driven more into our own world, but we're also so carefully selecting how we want people to see us. Mm. You know, we're always putting forth a, a pretty picture, an awesome moment with our kids. And not that that's bad, but at the same time, when, you know, God's calling us to live in community, that means being really known for who we are, not just for how we want people to perceive us, the the good things about us, the the great times we have with our kids. Like, are we being honest about all of the things that we struggle with, about the dark places in our lives and in sure. our hearts? It's so easy to hide all of that on it's social really media. It's really tough to be transparent on social media. Anything else you want to add 
With the bad? Yeah, I think another struggle that's I think all of us can relate to who use social media is just the comparison factor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, how do we stack up next to these people? Um, and, you know, the beauty angle. Am I a beautiful person? Because look at all these beautiful people. Um, you can even compare your children. You can say, oh, wow, look at those. Look at that woman who's such a good mom. I yelled at my kids 500 times today already. Yeah. Yep. They look like the Brady Bunch. We, right. <laughs> we or look even, like the Adams family. Yeah. You can go on, you can go on, <laughs> you, you can go on diet. You can say, yeah. wow, that person is such a healthy eater and I'm eating little Caesars for the 10th time this week or, <laughs> you know, don't give away too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever it may be, I think, you know, Facebook depression, that, that phrase is funny, but that is a real That's thing. That's a real thing. Yep. Where we see constantly people who look more successful, and we know the, the gritty details of our lives, and it's so easy. I think we've all heard that social media is comparing um, someone else's highlight reel to, you know, your real life with all of the nasty outtakes that you would edit out, you sure. know. So I think that's a that's a huge challenge is just – learning how to use it without constantly comparing yourself to other people and just being confident in the calling that God has put on your life and the passions that you have, that's a huge challenge. Yep. Let's quickly wrap up with finally the ugly from social media. I'll just share one thing. So I'm an NBA fan. The GM for the Philadelphia 76ers recently lost his job because he had created fake Twitter accounts and was criticizing his own players and giving away personal information. Oh, that's horrible. And yeah, he was doing all this ridiculous stuff. But probably what's so interesting about it is this look into human nature that this very successful, very well-paid guy was actually arguing with fans on Twitter and engaging in this really petty, silly stuff. And, and it, you know, and he thought he was getting away with this. He had like five fake Twitter accounts. And, your you know, sins will find you your out. Your sins, and yeah, the, probably the worst thing is just how embarrassing this is for this guy. But I thought about James 1.19, uh, everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, and social media, especially things like Twitter, do not encourage us to be slow to speak. No. And you know how would James write that verse today? Everyone must be slow to use social media, yeah. and thou must be slow to make a post, and be quick to give likes to God glorifying post. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what James would say, but my point is I'm concerned uh, that social media is um, eliminating civility from our public life and sometimes we get hilarious stories about fake Twitter accounts. So that's the ugly from me. How about you, Beth? That's Beth? hilarious. Um, yeah, I guess the ugliest thing that I could think of um, would be this the trend of belfies. What's people, a belfie? People taking it's like a selfie, but it's of your butt. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> this is a real thing. Oh. Um, I don't know if we owe this to Kim Kardashian or I don't know oh, where no. these came from, but um, yeah, I guess I would say, what's the world coming to when we're posting pictures of our butts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, enough said there, right? Yeah. <laughs> don't even need to add any commentary. Right. Social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We are living an interesting time, folks. And we could talk much, much more um, about and this. And we will have future episodes connecting to this, this topic. As always, please email us. We want to hear from you. We want to get your questions, your comments, your thoughts. Intersect at anyprez.com. Josh and Betts here signing off. Glad you joined us, and we hope to see you next time. Bye-bye.